Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Hey everybody, welcome into Mondays with Matt. Thanks for tuning into the podcast as we're talking investing, finance, and retirement. And on this podcast, are you flirting with disaster? Well, let's find out, at least financially speaking anyway. There's so much going on in the world, I'm sure we're always flirting with some form of disaster, but we're going to talk about it from a financial standpoint this week on the show with Matt. And what's going on, my friend? How you doing? Hey, Mark. I'm just uh, really enjoying, we're getting some warmer temperatures and the sunshine and um, the tulips have come up uh, and the daffodils up in my planter outside nice. the signs. So I'm enjoying that this this, uh, this week. Very good. Very good. Are you tiptoeing through the tulips? Do you remember that song? <laughs> <laughs> Yep. (laughs) You know, it's funny about this flirting with disaster thing. Uh, I've talked to a couple of different advisors and as soon as I saw that, I thought about the the song flirting with disaster from the Southern rock band, Molly Hatchet back in the seventies. And nobody remembers it. I'm like, really? I think it was like their (laughs) one big song. And then I got to looking. I was Googling it real fast. The Jacksonville, Florida was like the real Mecca of, uh, you know, Southern rock bands for uh, for in the 70s. You know how we think about like in the 90s, Seattle had the grunge movement and there was so many bands coming out of Seattle, oh, yeah. like Pearl Jam and Nirvana and Soundgarden. Well, you yeah. know, in, uh, you know, in Jacksonville, Florida, apparently in the 70s, it was Leonard Skinner and Molly Hatchet and Marshall Tucker Band. <laughs> so, Jacksonville is well, a great place to be. Yeah. I know, right? So kind of interesting. <laughs> especially, so, then. Back, especially back then, yeah. Uh, Tom Petty's from Florida. He's from Gainesville. So, you know. A lot of stuff out of that way. But anyway, so I thought we'd have fun with today's topic and and, uh, talk about some of these things. Financially speaking, I got four or five items here on the list, Matt. A couple of these are pretty easy fixes. And they these are places where we can certainly get ourselves into some financial trouble if we don't take care of it. And there's really kind of no excuse for it for these first couple ones. And I'll let you explain why, because it's just pretty darn easy to take care of. For example, out-of-date legal documents. I mean, that's just something that really shouldn't happen, but it does. Yes, it certainly does. I've got a couple of attorneys that I that I uh, like to visit with, uh, and we talk, you know, about the statistics on on legal documents. Uh-huh. And when we're when we're talking about it pertaining to our financial world, um, a lot of times the there's a couple of documents that are really the most important documents you want to have in place while you're alive. That is a durable power of attorney and a medical power of attorney. And um, a lot of times attorneys will, when you get your estate plan done or you're getting ready to do your will or a trust, um, they do the powers of attorney and the will all together. So a lot of times, seven out of 10 people is the statistic, don't really? have okay. their legal documents done. Well, so, that many. That's or wild. if they did, um, what I'm finding, you know, for an average of about eight to 10 years before they actually review what they have in writing. Uh, if you did get it done, good, mm-hmm. good for you. You're you're in the minority, but then there's about an eight to ten year time lapse before they actually review their legal documents. Hmm. So a lot of things happen in eight to ten years, don't they? Oh yeah, <laughs> many things can change in that time period, <laughs> especially as we're aging. Yeah, you think about ten years ago. It's like holy cow, my like my my one son hadn't been born yet ten years ago. You know, people die, people there's births, there's deaths, there's divorces. And there's a lot of different things that require legal attention. Um, your minors end up getting mature and they turn 18. A lot of the, a lot of times the legal documents, they need legal documents now when they're 18. So uh, they're adults and the parents don't make the decisions for them medically any longer. Or uh, if they're off to college, 
Right. Who's, yep. who's going to pay their bills? Well, a lot of times mom and dad will do it online or they'll pay their tuition, but that the 18 year old is an adult now. So right. and from, if a, you're doing from, like, from a legal standpoint, yeah. they can get arrested. They yep. can, they, you know, they may need help legally uh, with power, you know, durable powers of attorney and things like that too. So those are, those are really risk factors that a lot of people don't think about. Yeah, I imagine the biggies would be, you know, especially if we're talking about our demographic, you know, retirees, pre-retirees, but it would be will, possibly, you know, possibly a will, possibly a trust, medical power of attorney, uh, durable power of attorney, you know, those kinds of things. And again, if they're out of date, it's a pretty easy fix. Often you could probably do that with a phone call. If you don't have these documents in place, you know, it's not that expensive to get some of these things done. You could get together with, a, with an attorney and get them all drawn up. And that's a pretty easy fix, along with beneficiary designations, Matt, having those incorrectly listed. Again, another easy fix. And this is one that goes, I mean, how many advisors have stories about, you know, an ex-spouse being on an old policy that was forgotten about or something like that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's stuff we hear about every day. We had an example, uh, took over some clients and the children had, you know, mom and dad both had their IRAs correct uh, as far as each other. But one of them had contingents to the kids and the other one didn't. And um, what we found is both of them passed away within about a week of each other recently. Oh, wow. In the last year. And so we're working with the two beneficiaries and we're going, okay, well, dad didn't put the money in his name before he died. And uh, so because mom didn't have any contingent beneficiaries on her IRA, they have to open a probate estate for dad to claim his mom's IRA so that it doesn't go to the estate and get taxed. Hmm. And so it can pass to the kids. So it sounds complicated and it, and it really is. If you, if you leave your legal planning and your beneficiaries till after you're gone. And a lot of people will take this joking approach saying, well, I don't care. You know, they, when I'm gone, I, what do I care? But what you should think about is if I leave my children in a situation that's a mess, here's what's happened, right? Mm -hmm, A lot of times the children are working a job, so they got to take time off of work because probate court is open. You think it's open at night or during the day? When can you see the judge? (laughs) So (laughs) you've got, you've got a, they, they, they're probably taking time off work vacation pay in order to settle your mess. And then also, um, you know, if these documents, they're easy enough to get in place in advance. So definitely if you're, if we're meeting with people, we're, we're checking beneficiaries the first meeting. Um, we're also checking for your legal documents. We want to make sure that we know who that backup is going to be or who we're going to be working with. So this also applies to IRAs. Just talking yesterday with a lady, we were reviewing you know, the beneficiaries on her IRA and she had named her trust the beneficiary. So there's a potential problem there um, and it has to do with tax in the federal government. Um, so any income that is received into the trust, if it's over like $13,000, it gets taxed for an estate or a trust. It gets taxed at 37%, any money over $13,000. Gotcha. So if I pay my IRA into my trust, my beneficiaries are going to cut the government a check before it gets distributed to them. A simple fix for that, like you said, name the beneficiaries on your IRA and they can receive that at their current tax bracket, which for a lot of folks is probably 24% or under, and uh, and save some money in taxes. 
Okay. So again, and both of these are pretty easy fixes. You can take care of that pretty fast to have a conversation with your advisor or work with an attorney on some of these things, and you can get these handled and really kind of just no reason to have that come back and bite you uh, after an incident has happened. Now, these next couple ones, Matt, where we might be flirting with disaster, need a little bit more work on these. But again, they can be handled you know, by getting together with a good advisor or talking to your advisor about it. So the tax time bomb Obviously, we're going to talk about taxes a lot. We're going to continue to talk about taxes a lot because even if they may or may, even if we weren't in the kind of financial shape that we're in as a nation, you know, taxes is always a crucial kind of component to the retirement planning process. But let's talk about the standpoint of the fact that if you continue to have everything in just a, let's say your 401k, you know, Uncle Sam's sitting there waiting. You got that tax bomb building. That's exactly right, Mark. And, um, I actually have a book on this. So if you are interested in the ticking tax time bomb on your IRA, give us a call or shoot us an email. We'd be happy to get you the book. Um, but, but the ticking tax time bomb that we're talking about here is that money that you have in your 401k that eventually you have to pay tax on. And you can double tax your money. And what I mean by that is when, when we, if we wait and we don't address these issues in a plan ahead of time, what happens is a lot of people take their social security and um, then when you start taking money out of taxable accounts when you're retired, you can actually cause there to be a tax on your social security if you don't strategize or plan out your retirement properly. Certain incomes will get hit with 50% of my social security benefits become taxable. And then if you make enough money coming out of your IRAs and such, your social security could 85% of that payment could get taxed. So we really need to pay attention to how much do you want to pay in taxes? And are there strategies and fixes that you can start doing now that will help you live a tax-free retirement? Um, a lot of people don't have a ton of tax-free money, and some some do. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, the benefit of not having to pay, you know, 20-30% on our ta- uh, in taxes on our money is huge. So what a lot of times we'll do, and we this works really well for the younger folks. But if you're if you're wondering about that, give us a call because we we definitely want to talk about taxes and do we think we're going to pay more tax when we're retired or do we think we're going to be in a lesser tax bracket not having the income? Um, we really need to take a look and and plan your retirement cash flow, so to speak, and show you how to eliminate or how to reduce the amount of taxes that will be paid by you on your money through retirement. We can okay. get started on those vehicles early on. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, you, can, you can truly have a tax-free retirement. I mean, that's a great point. And that's really what a lot of people want to think about is how can I be as efficient as possible with you know our, my future taxes? And even if you're leaving money behind to a legacy to heirs, you know, how do you want to send that to them as tax efficiently as possible? So give Matt a call, 989-401-2949. If you've got some questions about that, 989-401-2949. And again, that's a little bit, takes a little bit more planning. A little bit of strategy, but of course, working with a good investment advisor representative like Matt can help you get that accomplished. Uh, What about no plans for long-term care expenses, Matt? Clearly a place to flirt with disaster. Most of us just want to avoid this conversation. Maybe it's the mortality of it. Maybe it's the scariness of it or whatever the case is. But you know, the longer you put off having even the conversation, the more complicated it can get or even expensive. Yeah, Mark, um, this is a great question. Um, a lot of times we talk about long-term care and there's way more than one way to plan for long-term care expenses. So the key is to start planning for it and you need to start planning early enough that you'll be able to navigate the waters of long-term care. So a lot of us are working with a parent or 
maybe even a spouse at this point that is requiring some form of long-term care. And uh, the statistic kind of runs, it's about a 50-50 chance. And once you are kind of at age 65 or older, there's a 50% chance that you're going to need some type of long-term care. Most people want to stay in their home when they receive the care. And that could just be somebody checking on you, or you might need assistance with bathing or dressing or, you know, taking medication or maybe just cooking meals. But a lot of us, um, as we age, you lose some mobility and there's just things that you can't do any longer. So there's going to be a cost to that. And we need to factor in or plan for long-term care expenses. Doesn't always mean buying insurance. Mm. Um, I'm not a huge proponent or a big, you know, proponent of being insurance poor, paying a lot of money in policies. But right. if you can do an adequate job of saving or investing towards that goal, you can create a sinking fund that is going to supplement and be able to help you strategize or plan and pay for that long-term care. And when it gets to assisted living or a nursing home situation, it does get expensive. We need to definitely take a a eyes wide open approach. (laughs) Um, We need to plan that just in case, what's our plan? But the key is, and, and I think with all these issues is if you don't have a plan, you're living by the seat of your pants and you're likely to get burned. And this is a big uh, reason to sit down with an advisor and take a holistic approach to this. I mean, there's a lot of people out there in, in the insurance world that like to just sell you policies because they're, they're working towards a goal. But we don't, we're not like that. We want to take a look at your entire financial picture. And as we've talked about in this podcast, make sure your beneficiaries are correct. Make sure you have legal documents that work. Make sure that the the taxes that we're going to pay are going to be as minimal as possible and then plan for these long-term care expenses. So if you never do a plan, you're going to run into these situations. And so if you don't get anything out of this podcast, it's sit down and talk about this. Sit down and talk about these things. Have a plan. Even if the plan is we're going to wait and see, um, at least you've addressed it, you've thought about it, and you've looked at the possibility of destruction of our entire life savings or Maybe it does make sense to have some kind of insurance. Who knows? We've got to look at that. But uh, you definitely need to talk about it. If you're married, you definitely have to have that buy-in from the spouse. And uh, you guys are going eyes wide open into into the situation. Well, really great points there, Matt. Obviously, when we're talking about some of these places that can trip us up and get us into a bit of financial disaster, uh, some pretty easy fixes for those first couple ones, just updating those legal documents or those BDs, those beneficiary designations. Uh, But definitely talking about the ticking tax time bomb, how to be as efficient as possible with our taxes uh, as we get closer into retirement or through retirement or leaving legacy plans. Uh, And then definitely the long-term care conversation, not having any plan you know, definitely not a good idea and certainly just ignoring it and not talking about it. So you made some really good, strong points for people to think about. So folks, don't forget, you know, subscribe to the podcast so you can catch us uh, when we do these Mondays with Matt. We do a couple of these shows a month, so certainly worth uh, checking these out. We try to keep them around 15, 20 minutes. So subscribe to those on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, whatever platform you like to use for your podcasting needs. You can simply type in Mondays with Matt in the search box on any of those apps you might use, or you could just go to GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. That's Matt's website, and you hit the slash uh, podcast. You can type that in, or you can just drop down the menu there on the podcast page and subscribe to it that way. But a lot of good tools, tips, and resources to be found 
at Matt's website, GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. Again, GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. Or just call him if you've got some questions and you need some help. If you're worried about the tax time bomb or you're worried about you know not having a plan for long-term care expenses or just not having a plan at all, 989-401-2949 is how you can reach out to him. 989-401-2949. Matt, my friend, thanks for hanging out with me this week on Mondays with Matt. I appreciate you. Hope you have a great week. Thanks, Mark. And uh, thank you all for listening. Hey, if you would um, share this podcast with somebody that you, you're thinking about, because uh, we all think about people that can also benefit from those strategies that we're using. So go ahead and share this. And uh, we, we appreciate that. So yeah, have a great week. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. We'll see you next time here on Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey, Investment Advisor Representative and the President at Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.